Yeah. You ready? Let's get it. I'm telling you why. You can see in their eyes, them boys ain't playing, they ready to ride. Shaking the tunnel, just screaming and yelling. If you ain't ready, you get eaten alive. Taking the field with loads of passion. Swagging out with the flies. Two weeks. Twelve days, baby. Full of crashing in between those lines. You boys, we're about to ride. We're banded brothers, and we stick together like an army mission when it's war time. Well, dated, though. I'm so ready. And then victory. We stay on top of our division. We're from BCS buses to playoff contenders. Indeed, indeed. Go Utes. Go Utes. Go Utes. Welcome to another episode of the Utah Football Fans Podcast. 12 days? Holy cow, really? Yeah. Jeez. That's very exciting. What is happening? What do we have here? What's going on? It's a surprise? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm going to cry. Look at this. That's so your phone. Bring oh, it right here okay. in the middle. If you don't, Thank you. You don't, I'm sure you don't know world. Miss delivery person. Mystery delivery lady. <laughs> She's brought it's this Bryn's camera. birthday today. Bryn's 53rd birthday. <laughs> Man, I Happy look good. Happy birthday, Bryn. <laughs> I look good for 53. <laughs> Are you going to tell us what? Has no. it been a good day? Sure. You know, when you get old, it's like... It, it's all Tell the me same. about it. I'm the old guy. I just did what you usually do, but this is lovely. Thank you so much. And I nice? get to talk about Utah football on my birthday. That's so. a good birthday present. Look at this. I'll make a wish. I guess I candle. should blow out the candle. Make a wish. Okay, well, <laughs> we're talking about Utah football, so that's going to be really hard to think of a good wish that make I want to do. Okay. Thinking, thinking, thinking. Woohoo! That better come true, Cam. <laughs> Are you going to tell us? No. no. I can't you tell can't you. can't tell or it doesn't come true. Is this your first birthday, Gary? <laughs> Thank you. We'll have to dig into that. That Give looks me that lovely. fork. I'm oh, you want some right Let me now? try it right now. Look at this. All right. You eat that while I... Yeah, you introduce th- us. Introduce, tell I'm tell us about dig. Thomas yeah, Orthodontics. Yeah, thank our sponsor, Thomas <laughs> Orthodontics, hey. while, while we eat this He's lovely orthodontics. Sugar. He's not dentist. That's true. Still, I'm getting some cavities. But after you get the cavities and then you need the braces... Look up thomasortho.com because he's a Utah fan, Utah supporter. I'm assuming he's going to the Florida game. I haven't talked to him. Oh, really? Well, he was at the Rose Bowl. It took me and all day the, to cook. To thank you for making yeah. this yourself. You slaved over it. I'll text him and see if he's yeah, going to the good. game. It's beautiful. Damn good. I just took 90% frosting on that. Come on, introduce. I, I just did. You did. <laughs> you were distracted by the frosting. Thank you to our God, sponsor. Dang, that is good. Thomas Orthodontics. Thank you to all of you. Please like, subscribe, follow, give us a comment. As you may recall from last week, we're going to start doing comments of the week. Comments of the week. So if you want your comment chosen, you have to go to our YouTube page and comment on the last episode. We're going to read a few of those. Send some good comments. Some good ones. Some interesting ones. And some lame ones. ones. <laughs> hey, I'm taking a bite. It's good, isn't it? Great. Took me all day. Man, you you can start a business with this. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. Call it Michael Harmon's, I mean, Gary's <laughs> Cakes. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. 53 years old. <laughs> it was also Gary's birthday on Saturday, so make sure you wish him I, a birthday. I did turn 51. And he did turn 51. <laughs> nice. 
All right, let's get down to business. Give we got, her, we got give stuff or take. to talk we got about. A lot. Let's get going. Don't we be got slopping all over the place. I'm just gonna fling it on you. Okay, for we got to start here. I'm sure you heard. I'm sure most people have heard that Oregon and the Big Ten, of course, have been in discussions about Oregon joining the Big Ten, and it was initiated by Oregon. Of course. Well, yeah. I'm not surprised by this at all. Okay. I'm not surprised either. And in fact, I, I'm not surprised. I think they're 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 looking out for for number one. I expect I would expect Utah to be doing the same thing. Do I want it to happen? No, but it doesn't surprise me. In fact, it would shock me if they weren't doing this. Well, okay. I'll, let me. The thing I find interesting, though, if you, at least the article I read, was that the school president of Oregon and their AD was were not even in the discussions. Oh, who geez. was? I, I, it didn't say, but what it was. It, here's the stupid thing that it says: <laughs> is that Oregon has initiated preliminary discussions with the Big Ten there in Chicago to determine if the Ducks are compatible in the conference. They're not. That's the com- compatible. That in the is conference. the stupidest. Stupidest the word. <laughs> that is the dumbest. <laughs> sure, stupidest. El stupidosed. That is just dumb. Oh, let's see if you're compatible. Oh, really? Okay, now, okay, but are they? Yeah, you're compatible. Wait a second, you're telling me the president and the AD are supposedly not in the discussion? Yeah, how does that work? Then who's having the discussion? I don't know. It didn't say. Where Where is this? I I got to read an article about this, but that seems very bizarre to not have Action Network is where I read the articles. They're all over the place. Yeah, I mean we've seen it, it all up. over. I just grabbed that one. The two decision makers of the process. Not involved in the conversation. That's that's very was it odd to the me. The Nike guy, what's his name? Phil. Phil Knight, probably. Was it, was it him having these conversations? Su- well, let's no. Yeah. What, would it surprise you if it was like, well, boost, and the Big Ten commissioner booster. wasn't involved? It said. Okay, here's Mike. But here's the point you said. I don't want to get bogged down in this because yeah, it doesn't surprise me. However, it's a Klyovkov at the. Media Day, we talked about this, where he said he sat around the table with all of the uh, ADs and they looked each other in the eye. I know. Okay. Oh, hey. And he was very convincing and it was very promising. And the next thing you hear is, so apparently Oregon looked him in the eye and said, we're all in. And now they initiate to go into the Big 12. It's it's all garbage, man. Who knows? Well, yeah. I mean... Any of those ADs would look him in the eye and say, worry for the long run. And then they're all having the conversations. Like I said, they're all looking out for themselves, and they should be. I have no problem with Oregon exploring other options. I would expect Utah to do the exact same. Do you? I, I expect them to. I think I did, but then after the Pac-12 media days, because they made it sound like, no, we're all in this together, I am going to... Jump ahead a little bit and read one of the comments of the week from Vorlon Angel, 1811. Great name. Who? <laughs> great, great name. His comment is, looked at each other eye to eye. How did that work with the quote unquote alliance with the Big Ten or with USC and UCLA for that matter? Rather than looking them in the eye, how about getting them to sign on the dotted line? Which... That's the point is I think we all thought, okay, everyone needs to now go out and look for themselves. But then after Pac-12 Media Day, when... Klyovkov is saying, nope, we're all in this together. We're all on the same page. Everyone's 
going to stick together. And now you're hearing about everyone still going, not everyone, Oregon going off and doing their own thing. And who knows the fact that the AD and the president weren't involved is just strange. Did you say who initiated the the contact? Oregon. See that. That's the story. That's that part's very frustrating to me because let's let's take Utah. For example, the big 10 gives us a call, calls Harlan. Yeah. Okay. You're going to take that phone call, but Harlan then initiating that. That's a little bit different, but it doesn't surprise me. It's a lot different. I just think it diminishes greatly all of the stuff that George Klyovkov said at Media Day. Where it does. We're getting the media deal. We're all together. We're ticked off at the Big 12, on and on and on. And after you listen to him, it felt like there was a little more stability. Next thing you know. We're focusing on us. We're going to make... Oregon is probing the Big (laughs) 12. And there's rumors, and I've read it elsewhere, that the Big 10 is looking still to expand. So, Oh, those rumors are going to go for the next year yeah, or two. Yeah, but this, even without Notre Dame. So I, those are legit. They're not, it's legit. I think, I, I'm just. I don't know. I think Oregon, if you're saying, or, is Oregon a good fit in the Big Ten? I, yeah, because of the, the brand and the money, but style of football, all that sort of stuff. I don't, history, tradition, I don't know. Well, yeah, they are. They're, they're, they've been, Sorry, Brian, but I was just, they're, they've been a powerhouse. They're a great football school and a good basketball school. They've been a very good basketball but school. But they've been a great football school. They And then it's not going to be Oregon alone. That's the point. Yeah. So I think what the Big Ten wants to do is expand out west and get a lot of the, so UCLA and USC don't have to travel every game. Yeah. Back east, you get Washington. Look, I've enjoyed. That's, that's what's going on. I've enjoyed being in the same conference as Oregon. I, I I think that they do bring a lot of credibility, and it would it would really suck if they said goodbye and they, along with maybe Washington, went to the Big Ten. Yeah, that would that would really really hurt. We haven't talked about it because I think it became finalized after our last week's podcast with the Big Ten media deal. And we won't talk about it too much because everybody's read about it at this point, but the fact that it's now CBS, right? (laughs) And so... It's three. It's Fox, CBS, NBC. NBC. So all three of those. With Peacock also. The NBC Peacock thing. The streaming service. I mean, the money involved in that, it's... So I'm not surprised that the Big Ten is still looking to build and add more teams. And there's a clause (laughs) in the deal. I think they call it an escalator clause, I think it was. Which means is, if they have other schools come in, then it goes from $7 billion to $10 billion. Right. You know what? All this money, $10 billion, you know what the, the, the good part about that is? It means that all of our ticket costs go down, Right. Right, all of our tailgating <laughs> that's, that's a is good now one. free. That's a good right? one, James. Um, the merchandise at the at the bookstore, all that goes down. So it really does benefit us. Yeah. Right. Right. Sure. Yeah. We need a lesson here. Ten billion dollars to the school, and yet, you know what? Your Crimson Club membership goes up every freaking year. It's because we keep paying it. All anyway. right, let's move on. I think uh, at least people in the pack. 10, pack 12. Pack 9. Um, oh, God. Know who Yogi Roth is. He's, you know, commentator, analyst for the Pack 12. Yeah, he does a great Network, job. Yeah. Does a great job. I like Yogi. And so he, uh, 
on Twitter. He he posted a video, and he gives his top six bold predictions for 2022. Let's hear the first one and talk about it. This is Yogi Roth. Here's my top six bold predictions in Pac-12 football. Start with number one. Cam Rising and I are going to walk through the streets of New York City for the Heisman. Damn I'm going right to cover he it, and he's going to be there because he's invited by the Heisman Trust. That is my number one bold prediction. I think he's just ready for this moment. I don't think it's too much hype. I don't think it's dramatic expectations. I think this is just where he is positioned. He's been through a lot in his career, whether it was transferring, injuries, adversity. He's never flinched. What he did last year was incredible. We'll go down in Utah history books, and I think this year we'll do that as well for Cam Rising. My second bold prediction of... All right. He's not saying he's going to win it. He's just right. saying he's going to be in New York for the... He was invited. Yeah. What, are you, what are your thoughts when you hear Yogi <laughs> say that? For Cam. I'll say this. Look, number one, Yogi's the Pac-12 guy, right? His job is to cover the Pac-12, to hype it up. But in his defense, he has always been extremely honest when it comes to the Pac-12. Following Yogi for the last couple of years... Calls it like he sees it. I think it's incredible. And I, I agree with him. If Cam can continue the momentum in which he ended last year, and don't forget, Cam was not 100% last year. He still had a, a banged-up shoulder. So he is now finally 100% going into this year. Continue that momentum. I still think it's Stroud, Young, and then a massive gap, and then four or five guys. But yeah. Cam walking the, the stage in New York. I, do not be surprised. <laughs> I think it's I great, love man. The take, baby. I love be it. Amazing. That's what I was going to say is we still have not supposedly seen Cam at 100%, which is just hard to believe after what he did last year. But supposedly his arm strength is better, so his deep ball is going to be better, his accuracy is going to be better. And we know his leadership is there. We saw it last year. And from what we've heard leading into fall camp and into the season, I mean, he is the guy. Everybody loves him. Everybody respects him. That would be so awesome. I mean, we haven't had that since Alex Smith, right? Yeah. Heisman contender. It was 18 years ago, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's it's great. I, Yogi, you're all right, man. I you can come cool. on our show anytime, <laughs> Yogi. Love to have you. It's uh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I'd love to see it. Why not? Let's start the campaign now, people. Why not? If the season went really well, obviously that's going to be, be a huge portion of that is Cam Rising. Right. So if our hopes and dreams come true, then yeah, he'll have quite a season, which would take him. Yeah. I mean, he is the leader York. of the team. He's the one driving the ship, right? So if the team is having the success that we all hope, and the potential is there. It's a huge part of it. It's going to be Cam's Cam. And the best part about this is we're kicking off the first game on a huge national stage where people are going to be tuning in and seeing him. So it's not like game eight comes around and you're just hearing his name for right. the first time. No, people will have known Cam Rising they know in Utah. Ranked, particularly from... Ranked second in the country Rose by, Ro from by... Rose Bowl, yeah. yeah. So it's going to be massive. Okay, speaking of the upcoming game. So, yeah... Paul Feinbaum. God, we talk about him too we, much. We oh, slam we him. him up all the time. We have to, though. He's such a weasel. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> SEC, he's your weasel. 
Yeah. You know, he's a, he talk about a homer is fine bomb, but he was on a, 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 ro- a radio show and this is what he said. Let's, let's hear what he had to say and then we'll make some comments about it. Go for it. Um, going to a usual topic and that is how many teams potentially could compete for maybe win a national championship. And I find myself offering up fewer teams going into this season than I have the last four or five. And I felt like I had been offering up a very light number of teams in the last four or five years. Um, Is this as thin of a real national championship contender list that you can recall in your recent memory, as far as going into a college football season? I I think it is Cole. And I think in August, we, we talk to people from around the country and everybody's got a story to tell if if this happens or if that happens. And Hey, if Utah goes to Florida and, and, and wins that game, then they have a clear path. But ultimately, these, these, these schools have to get what? past the SEC or Ohio State in, in the playoffs. Pencil. And I, I think that's really the Something problem. Else, and I think you could make uh, just a stronger case, almost as strong a case, as I should say, for Ohio State to win the national championship here uh, against Alabama. And you're going to hear uh, like people that. say Ohio State's going to win, and it's really not a stretch when you when you look at what they have on the roster. But beyond that, uh, beyond Alabama and Ohio State, uh, you know, who is the next tier? And by the way, we're, we're you know in, in the era of trying to get 12. In the- All right, that's good. He says wow. a lot there, but I'll, I'll give Feinbaum – he usually trashes us. I know, but I'll give him kind SEC, of a, a half because he says Utah, and then they still have to get through the SEC. <laughs> he's still, well, he was saying about everybody. I I know everybody has, which is true, which is true. I mean, it's the SEC, right? Give a lot of props to Ohio State there, as he should. But, shoot, I didn't know that Paul Feinbaum even could find Utah on a map. I didn't even know he knew our name. That's amazing. <laughs> no, it's it's cool. It, it, hey, he, he he admits he's aware of it. The impact of this game, the very first game of this entire oh. season, the impact of it, that if Utah wins the game, that there's a clear path to the national, or the path is defined, however he said it, to the national championship. That's At least the playoff. <laughs> that is amazing. <sighs> that, and that's cool. Now, the other thing that he said, though, is he, a lot of people are saying the same thing, but it. It looks like it's going to be Alabama, Ohio State. And he essentially said those are the Tier 1 teams, and then who's the Tier 2 teams. And you know what? I actually agree with him on that. We've Oh, yeah. We've actually said that before. But I, that's how I really feel. Ohio State's going to be freaking good. Alabama, as sickening as it is, we're all sick of them. I'm so sick, sick of Everybody it. is, but Alabama. They're, they're going to be there. And absolutely, I would be cheering for Ohio State or over Alabama. Well, as would everybody. Everybody. But the fact, okay, as a Utah fan, just think of what we're talking about right here is Utah's road to the national championship or at least the college football playoff and in the conversation with the top teams of the nation. With the top teams in the nation, it's fantastic. It's too much pressure. No, it's no pressure. (laughs) Just go go cheer. (laughs) Okay, so on the same subject, uh, there's a gentleman, maybe you've seen him. I've seen his stuff before. His name is Josh Pate, P-A-T-E. He's a he's a sports guy for 24-7 okay. sports. A lot of followers, all that kind of stuff. 
Um, he has podcasts and on and on and on. Look him up yourself, Josh Pate. Uh, I saw I saw him. He did a tweet, and he gave his prediction of the Final Four. Uh, I saw this earlier today. Okay, did you see it? <laughs> so, according to Josh Pate, you're you're going to have Alabama and Michigan in one game, Ohio State and Utah in the other game. Rematch. I love it. <laughs> That'd be so, so much, sweet, Buckeyes. But then, of course, he picks, as did Feinbaum, right? Alabama and Ohio State in the national championship. In the national championship game. I mean, Utah, we're getting a lot of love. People, I, go I better, win. I better start saving my money. Go win. I've already taken on a second mortgage. <laughs> so that was smart. I fine. need to start saving right Don't now, just wife, in case. But so, it's out. So start following. Josh Pate, the guy who's got some great wisdom. <laughs> We've said this before. I want a rematch with the Buckeyes. It'd be sweet. Hey, it would be sweet. I find it interesting. I don't There's care Michigan, what, though. Yeah, as his fourth. That is as his fourth, fourth team. I don't see Michigan. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I, I, it's he's right. Go back to Feinbaum. He's right, I and mean, it is very clear. It's Ohio State, Alabama. And then there's about four or five teams, Utah being one of them, Michigan, Georgia. I've seen Texas A&M being on that list, right? There's a couple of those teams that are kind of jockeying. So to be the team that's picked out of that group, it's pretty freaking cool. The one game would be the Peach Bowl. The Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl would be the 1-4. Okay. The 1-4, and four, which would be Alabama-Michigan, according to in, him. In theory, Theory, and then the other is the Fiesta Bowl. Perfect, another another home game for the Utes. I love the Fiesta Bowl. <laughs> Can drive to that. It's a great time Man, that, at the Fiesta I Bowl. I love. Uh, oh my gosh, that would be sweet. But there's a lot of love going toward Utah. Just go, but got to win this first game. Oh, hey. Yes, first game. <sighs> uh, all right, let's talk about Florida. We'll talk about for. <laughs> we'll have one more episode. About the game, yeah. maybe specifically. But let's talk about the Florida game. Um, so I was looking. I was on a site. It was Athlon Sports. Um, Athlonsports.com, and it was college football. And they were, so what they were doing was Florida football, game-by-game game predictions for 2022. So they were analyzing Florida. It wasn't Utah. We weren't talking about Utah or the Utah-Florida football game. They were just giving their analysis for Florida and the upcoming seasons, and there were three three riders. Okay. And they gave their prediction for every game. And um, Steve Lassen, I think is his name, picked Utah. Mark Ross picked Utah, Antoine Staley picked Utah. All three picked Utah. I'm just saying, uh, last time, our last podcast, we looked at the betting line. Mm-hmm. Is it still? All it was two Utah. and a half last time. Is it I still? I think it still is. I'll look into that. That's a change, I'll let you know. Cha- but um, almost everybody, unless you're a Florida guy. <laughs> Can I just say this, by the way? I, I overall, in general have had no problem with, with the Gators ever. In fact, usually when the game comes on, depending on who they're playing, nine times out of ten, I'm rooting for the Gators. I think that their color scheme's cool. 
the swamp, all that stuff. For going six and seven last year, they are some of the most arrogant fans I have ever encountered on Twitter. And I've encountered just about every fan base you can come across. Like, True. I understand it's the swamp. I understand it's going to be hot and humid. But calm down a little bit. You guys went <laughs> six and seven last year, have a new defensive coordinator, a new head coach. I think that your trajectory will be upwards. But to just start off on a bang, hey, what do I know? Maybe they beat us. What do I know? I'm just saying, pretty arrogant fan base for a pretty average season last year, if I do say so myself. Yeah, I'm not going to defend them, but this... Good grief. But here's what I will say. Was it two years ago? Was it two or three years ago? You could look it up. They were in the SEC championship game, I believe. Then they tanked out. Is that right? I have to look I it don't up. Know. I feel like every feels. I, I think that I think that's right. I think every sports commentator, broadcaster, analyst that I've seen has picked Utah. Uh, not SaturdayBlitz.com. Oh, okay. Well, the really important. Well, Connor McDudley. Dang it! But but it is interesting the the fan base. And again, this is on Twitter. So is this real life? I don't know, but. They are talking some trash. Calm and down, guys. It, it very much feels like it's the SEC. They just think we're all oh, the little Pac-12. They've never watched Utah play, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So you have no idea mm-hmm. what we can do. We're going to come in and kick the crap out of yeah, you. So they, it's be very, prepared. It's I mean, very apparent that it's, we're the SEC, and we don't even know who you guys are. <laughs> I mean, it, it, just read the comments. Oh, I will say this, though. Utah fans, I love you guys, all of you. The Sugar Bowl... Trash talk, using that as the, as the trash talk, let's let's stop that. That that was a, that was a zooby stuff. That was that a was while ago. 14 years ago or something like that. So I don't know why. And just, we're going to keep it light this episode because next week is our Florida episode. But I don't know why the swamp is like the holy grail of places to play. That's that's how they're acting. Like no one's ever gone in there loud and, and won hot. a game. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I'll speak up on this though. So it is sold out. And even True. and even single game tickets are sold out. True, they did announce it, that. And it's eighty eight point something thousand fans. Okay. And everything I've read and heard, and I'm I've watched, I've never been there, but I've watched games on TV. Don't underestimate. No. Do not underestimate the environment. I think that is going to be a factor. I I think it's it's. I don't oh, know. We know. It's, it's going to be an issue for Utah to handle the pressure because it's the first game of the year. It's Those people are going to be jacked up. Yeah, it is going to be hot and muggy. Right. I mean, I get all, I get, well, so what? Well, it's no. going to be a factor. And you got 88,000 crazy people in those stadiums. It's going to be really loud. It's a factor. I don't I think you can underestimate Obviously, it. home field advantage is a thing. We all understand that. It just... <laughs> They act like no one has ever come into that stadium and beat them. <laughs> True. It'll be Utah. About the estimate right now is anywhere between ten and twelve thousand Utah fans are traveling to this game too. I've heard that. See you there. So, which will be that? That's a pretty great. I haven't showing. seen that. They talked about it today. I think it was Harlan that was on one of the shows, and they Utah had their allotment of forty five hundred tickets, and they got an additional thousand tickets that they all sold out. And he said. Typically, you can double that 
or uh, 1.5 that, and that's what Utah fans are going to travel. So if we sold, you know, 5,000, 5,500, doubled it, you're somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 to 12,000 Utah fans are going to be there. Okay, well, just today, a Florida player came out. It's broken all over. It's gone viral on social media, trashing Utah. Yeah, let's hear it. So, read it. Read so it. Quote read it. To quote you. it. It's it's hard can, to hear it. Can find it. Go to our Twitter. Yeah, it's on our. It's Twitter. on Twitter. I think it's on. People have put on Instagram all sorts of stuff. So this this guy, I don't know his name. Good player. I think it's one of their safeties. So I'll preface it with this: to this point, Utah has had all the love, right? It, they've got the higher ranking. They're favored. Um, they're coming off a better season. All the things that you know favor Utah, and we're no longer. What, what's the edge? Well, one of Florida's star players, the genius that he is, came out today and said this. I'm so sick and tired of hearing about Utah. Oh, my gosh. They're a favorite. F that. It's opening night in the swamp. By the time Tom Petty is playing, Utah will not be. They're about to be married to this L, brah. Which, that's a horrible <laughs> slap. <laughs> it's going to be touchdowns on touchdowns. I'm sick and tired of hearing about Utah. What have they shown anybody? They're coming to the swamp at night. And this is my favorite part. Utah has no chance. Abandon all hope. Only Gators get out alive. End quote. So. Oh, man. There you You have have it. You have no idea. The bulletin board material you just gave Utah. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Thank you. Beautiful. Because that is exactly uh-huh. what they will use to pump themselves up, and if you the think motivation that Coach Witt will for use, half a second that Whittingham is not playing this <laughs> on their screen and they're abandon going abandon all hope, abandon all hope. He who enter here, it's only Gators get out alive. Yar! Like what are you doing? What are you doing? You freak! And and okay, can we get over the? They're gonna be married to this loss. What? what but see what he said what right that? there, that Utah's done nothing. My, that's my point. Yeah. They've never even watched Utah play a game. Utah's done some stuff. Oh, man. No, I, I saw that, and my jaw come. dropped like, you so, You got to be kidding me. This is what we. This is the ammunition that this a team like Utah needs. Yeah. The disrespect? Well, yeah, I will, I'll say this. We'll get the team ready to go. They don't, they don't necessarily need this stuff, but what it does is be, being the first game of a season— mm-hmm. You bring it up and go, do you see who we're playing? Do you see what they think of you? Mm-hmm. What What's going to happen to you? Are you men or boys here? Yep. Are you going to allow this to happen, or are we going to go out there and kick the crap out of them? It's going to be touchdowns on touchdowns. What have they shown anybody? I'm just saying. I don't understand the Tom Petty. Is that like a theme they, they play? They play Tom Petty. He's from there. Well, they play his song uh, at, one he's of the, from there. at one of the points. Okay. I think he's actually from Gainesville. Is he really? So, yeah, they play his song. It's, it's kind of... At okay, one it's point, a tradition. Yeah, okay. it's a tradition. Everybody yeah. cool. sings, which will be cool. That'll It'll be, be cool. fun to be. So we will. The game will be over by yeah. the time Tom what, Petty plays. What, when apparently. Tom Petty plays, Utah won't be. What a stupid comment. <laughs> Just remember, quote unquote, Utah has no chance. I'm changing my Twitter handle to that. <laughs> I'm gonna do it tonight. <laughs> oh man. Well. Well, we'll see what comes between now and next week. I mean, I, probably, I, there'll be more trash ahead. I'm sure. Uh, I, I mean, know. it doesn't surprise me if if I'm if, if you're if you're playing, you should have that attitude. I don't care what team you're. Yeah, at. but you keep it in house. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Is that you just 
don't be so stupid. Uh-huh. You have confidence, and, but you don't be saying that kind of stuff. Right. right. Not while you're being recorded. Not while you're being recorded. I mean, that when's the last time a Utah football player came out and spouted off like this? I don't remember it because Coach Whittingham would have you in his office and you'd be on fourth string <laughs> yeah. scout team. So That's funny. It's a great well, quote. It's a great quote. find out. Oh, they're about, they about to find out. But I don't know. It's Utah has some stuff to overcome. That place is going to be rocking. Yeah. It's loud. Fortunately, it's the first game of the year, so they've had a couple weeks to kind of prepare. But I, you can't prepare for that kind of atmosphere. But hopefully when we're up 21 nothing in the first quarter, <laughs> the noise level will have come down a little bit. Oh, all right. What do you got for me? Well, I guess we just throw a shout out for the AP preseason All America team. The second second team All America was Clark Phillips, the only Ute, yeah, to make the first or second team. Uh, but congrats to him. He's getting a lot of props. That's cool. Well, Rightfully well so. Deserved, yeah. I think he's one of the best corners in the entire country. So that's. So. Yeah, I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, if you look at the. The all the AP preseason All America team. I'm not going to name all the t- all the players, but Alabama had six players, six sixteen. <laughs> Ohio State had five. Team. Notre Dame and Georgia had four players. SC had three players. Two players. That's a Texas, lot of players Clemson, to win Wisconsin, BU. Uh, looks like Missouri. No, that's the um, who was that? Iowa. And then one player by a bunch of people, including Oregon, and then, of course, Utah with yeah. Clark Phillips. So, anyway, congratulations to him. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's cool. Um, let's, let's talk about, well, the uh, event on Saturday. Let's just talk about that real quick up at the at Rice-Eccles, and then we'll, go on, then we'll go on to the comment section. That sounds great. Does that sound good? <laughs> How do you want to start this? I Brynn? did not experience. Brynn. Oh, you oh, want yeah, me you to were. start? That's right. Okay, I'll give you mine, and then they can give you their thoughts because their experience was a little different. What I will say about the event on Saturday is I was very disappointed in there was nothing there to, like, hype you for football. And I think maybe I had an expectation going into the event of what it was going to be, and it was so disappointing. Like, there was nothing there, and actually my – daughter my 11 year old daughter when we left she was like that was just a garage sale that's totally what it was all it was was a garage sale all you did was wait in line to either buy something or take a picture there was no activities the band the cheer like there was nothing there to make me excited I guess maybe I do take it for granted that we've been on the field before so if you've never been able to walk down to the field but and we've been in the locker room so if you didn't do that last year I guess it's cool you could do it this year but I was very let down in that it did not hype me at all for football season to start. And I went into it thinking it was going to be like a fan fest and it wasn't. Now there was other issues going on, which you two can talk about with the gear sale and the equipment, but I was very disappointed in what the event ended up being. There was just no excitement, no hype, no, there was nothing to do. Nothing to do. Yeah. I mean, I remember reading, I went back and read the the invite or the announcement. I guess if you, yeah, 
what the announcement said were is exactly yeah. what happened, but it was a nothing. It, it I think everyone that I would talk to were, were, was anticipating the very thing you said, at least more festivities. There was nothing. Well, the fan fest in past years has been activities and each team would be there, not the football team, but like the men's basketball, women's basketball, gymnastics, like all the other sports teams would be there and they'd be doing an activity and you can get autographs and the band and the cheer. Like that's what it's been in the past. And I realize we haven't had that in a couple years. So now that they were finally having an event, I was anticipating that again. So it was very disappointing to see that they had absolutely nothing going on. Yeah. I remember going in the, obviously this was years ago, but going to the event and they had the golf team and the volleyball team and the cheer. They had the band. I shot hoops with Andrew Bogut for like 10 minutes. You know, those sorts of things. Yeah. Pretty cool. But right, you're, go go with the okay, so, your, your so I'm gonna where you're at. Just give me a give me a, a minute here and I'm gonna go. Just, so I'll say this. Yeah, you're under control. No, don't tell be don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I'm saying I'm gonna do whatever control. I wanna do. I'm an adult ish. Are you? So you ever had a job review? And they do the sandwich where they a positive and then a negative. You, you know, you're doing great. You're doing terrible. You're doing great. You ever had that? Uh, no. Okay. Anyway, okay. so I'm gonna do that. It, number one, it was fantastic to be back at Ricecycles, right? You're kind of standing there, going, "I can't believe it's here." Hundreds, if not thousands, of fellow Ute fans are there. Everyone's got their gear, all that sort of stuff. So they posted on their social media, "Come for what your daughter said." They should have said, come garage for a garage sale. sale. <laughs> so I get a hold of Gary. I say, hey, they're selling helmets. I want a shot at one of these helmets. It would be 500 bucks. Let's go get one, right? So we go over to the stadium. They open the doors at 6.30. We got there at 5.15 Saturday night. We're probably the 30, 40th person in line thinking, okay, this is perfect. I'm going to have an opportunity to get what I want. Now, maybe they're all gone because I'm behind these other people. Well, that's my fault. Open the gates at 6.30. I run up the stairs like you're supposed to through the concourse, and then you come down the stairs out onto the field. And you back up, then you can continue. Is when we got there, we wanted to make sure that this was the entrance. Yes. So I had James go find a usher and say, how do we get into this for tonight? Uh-huh. And he said, well, it's exactly where you were. So that's yeah. why we're standing there. I went up to a guy and I said, is this line the line to get in? He said, yeah, that's the line. Beautiful. So I'm in the line, open the gates. I run up the stairs through the concourse down behind the other 40 people or so. I come out the concourse and somewhere a second gate had opened. And in fact, I found out that that gate had opened at 625. So that gate opened five minutes before our gate opened and let people in onto the field that had just shown up at 628, 630. So by the time I got down to the field, I am two, three hundredth in line to now get what I had waited an hour and a half to get. It was extremely discouraging. It was so Bush League, okay? I cannot believe that... <laughs> And then I get it, you know, I, I went off on Twitter about it because I was pretty pissed off. I still am pretty upset. And the university, oh, you know, we apologize. You know, we're looking into it. Okay, how hard is it to say, this is the gate you go in? This is the gate. Now, if you want to let some people and then open a second gate for controlling of the, the, there was a lot of people, I get it. But reward the people that showed up. 
there were people that had probably been there since 4.30. They had chairs. They had umbrellas. They had been there for probably an extra hour before I even got there, and they got completely screwed out of a purchase of a lifetime, potentially. I mean, I was going for that candy apple red helmet. Gone. By the time I walk in the freaking event, it's triple XLs in size 19 (laughs) shoes, and that was it. Number 98. It was really, really upsetting. 65. Yeah. I mean, the biggest... There was so much miscommunication, obviously, in within the stadium and with in athletics, and it really was the people at the back of the line mm-hmm. got led in first, and we do have confirmation of that. This isn't us just like making this no, up. I'm not we've bitter. had we've had people <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> we've had people respond and say that was me. I was in the yeah. very end, and I got led in, and I was at the beginning, and I got to buy a helmet. Yeah. And, <sighs> okay, we appreciate. No, not okay. No, no. what I'm gonna say is. <laughs> We appreciate the apology. Athletics apologized on Twitter. Someone Means from nothing, but yeah, well, someone you. from Athletics reached out, apologized. The problem is the apology on Twitter was like, we understand there was a problem. We're going to remedy it for next year. For next year, <laughs> that doesn't help with what happened. And the people who waited in line for an hour, an hour and a half, completely got screwed. So yeah, I got a DM from a guy who was like, you know, I, I, I showed up. The gate opened up, and the guy was like, "Hey, go this way." He was like, I was the tenth person into the in the in the thing. He goes, I could have bought as many things as I wanted to buy. That was the other thing. There was no limit there was on no how limit. many you I could buy. Saw a dude walking with five helmets in his hands. Whatever. It was crappy. Unfortunately, the that, whole event was garbage. That made it crappy. <laughs> and then the disappointment God. of that there was nothing to do. I just. All right, let's go into the comment section. Yeah, no. We'll go we, into the, the comments. That's the point, though. Yeah. But look, some people had a great time. I saw some people on Twitter posting the haul they got. You know, and if you, if you, like she said, if you did have never had an opportunity to go into the locker room. Oh, it's so cool. If you're still at the point where you've never had an opportunity and that opportunity comes, take advantage of it. Yeah. It's, it's top of the line. So make sure you take advantage of that. And next year, athletics, I'll be looking for you. Okay. Let's go to our comments of the week. The first one, this Shout out to you because you're really smart, James Hildebrand. He says, I really want to shout out. So, Bryn, you're awesome and go youths. See, that's how you do it here, James. What? You just suck up and then you get chosen. He's a for, smart man. Yes, yeah, he's, smart he's, man. he's very smart. What's his name? James Hildebrand. Way to go, James. <laughs> so, you get a shout out. By the way, we saw a couple of people at the event that follow us. Um, Gary's BFF, tall guy. Yeah, tall guy. We saw him in the in the sale. His did you buy Stanton? I did think. you buy anything? Yeah. I think they did. He had a couple things. They were him looking and his at dad. We met jerseys. his dad there. See you at Florida. They'll be there. Yeah, they're there. They'll be there. See you there. I liked this one, Giovanni Bona. I am more excited for the upcoming first game for the Utes than actually going to Italy on September fifth for a couple weeks. Don't tell Go your Utes. wife that. <laughs> I get it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to. Man, I'm going, no kidding. I'm doing anywhere. the whole trip in Disney World, so it's like a nightmare before going to the football game. Man. At least maybe you'll be distracted, so you're not going to be like Gary and I. Where we're just going to be obsessing about the game coming up. I'll be on Twitter the whole time at Disney World. <laughs> My wife's going to be so mad. Your wife will love it. Okay, this is from <laughs> Ken Muss. Great last name. Which is the best last name? How did he spell it? Muss. Muss. Okay. Which I saw, no way. No, I saw him on Twitter. Yeah, that's his. That's his last name. Mus. Because I've I've seen people respond yeah. to him. He's not from here. 
No, I feel like he's from Florida. He's from, yeah. But I think he's a, I don't know. Is he a Utah fan? I don't All know. Right, read the comments. But Let's Mus find out. is his last name. And by the way, I saw today the Mus is sold out. So I did see that. Props yeah. to them. That's awesome. This is from Ken Mus. Florida plays well at home. Don't underestimate the home field advantage. You can watch condensed Bama and Tennessee games from last year to see it. Napier runs the same 12 personal offense, personnel offense that Utah does. Florida's defense is practicing against it every day. This will be a one-score game. The team that stops the run better wins. Florida has an experienced O-line averaging 322 pounds. I'm not sold on Utah's defense. So I don't know. Are you a Utah fan, Ken? Like I, a Utah I fan. don't know if you are or not, but your last name's awesome. Utah by 28. <laughs> no, it's Utah by 10. I'm, I'm sticking with that. I'm going for it. No, you're... In. <laughs> 28. No, we're, we'll give our predictions, give predictions next week. Next, I, I got to get my mind around and I need to wrap my head around my I agree with season, the guy. I agree with it. Predictions I agree too. with it though. We've already talked about it. I think it's going to be a challenge. The last comment of the week is from Luis Birch and he says that James hurt my feelings for picking that team up north so I wouldn't welcome him at Utah or at Ohio State versus Iowa. Yeah. See, thanks a Hold lot. Hold on. You, you guys are over exactly. here kissing the butts of freaking Ohio State. You know they beat us, right? You guys are over here just I understand they beat us. Ohio I have State. I respect yeah, them. Screw them. Oh, okay. Well, he's not coming. Screw him. Gary and I are still going to maybe come. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. God. I got to save my money for this geez, love, the, love affair over here. The playoff games. Don't take my candle. Candle's the best part. Oh, waxy. That's all my comments for the That's week. That's all the so comments again, for the week. If you want your comment chosen, you got to go to our YouTube channel and comment on the latest yeah, episode. Yeah, and just suck up like James did. Hey, I mean, look what happened. It worked. Shout out to James. <laughs> Great name. Handsome, handsome fella. <laughs> all right. Well, anything else? <sighs> hey, Urban's coming back to Fox. Okay. Herb. So we talked about this last year. This is totally off <laughs> off topic or back onto this. Do you think he coaches again? So to revisit. Did we say that? So we did this. You both said yes. I said no. Okay. I have completely changed my mind. I think he comes back. Gary and I had this conversation the other day. I would not be surprised at all. Give it two to three years. The dust, settle, set, the dust settles. He's been on Fox, right? And then all of a sudden freaking Arizona State comes calling. This guy... He's not going to be at Arizona State. But a school like Arizona State. He a, has a pack, so a, many... He is a cat. He has nine lives. He... How many scandals has this dude been a part of? And he Ws, just... man. Wins. It's all that matters. Oh, it's wins. Ridiculous. You go out, you, you win <laughs> national championships. They can overlook a lot. <laughs> I guess so. This new guy at Notre Dame, he goes three years. Ooh, that was loud. Jeez, <laughs> what was yes. that? Jeez. <laughs> anyway, this new guy, Notre Dame, give it three years. He's gone. Urban Meyer's in there. Notre Dame football's back. He'll get a couple of Hail Marys, and he's and he's okay he's, again. He's there. Oh, seriously. No, he's, he's coming not, back. He's coming guy back. that never goes away. Coming All right, back. Ute fans and everybody else, 12 get days, get 11 your, days. Well, call, there's gear. college football games this weekend. Yeah, I'll be watching is. some. I, I'll Doesn't be watching. Utah State play this weekend. Oh, I, I think I thought I, I heard that. I well, it's week zero. It Start getting your cooling cloths and your neck fans and your. That's gonna be fun. <laughs> Can't wait. Your deodorant. Go please. Utes. Go Utes. Go Utes. Yeah. Ready. Hmm. 
need some more cake. Let's get it. I'm telling piece. you why. You can see in their eyes, and boys ain't playing, they ready to ride. Shaking the tunnel, yeah. screaming and yelling. If you ain't ready, you get eaten alive. Taking the field with loads of passion. Swagging out with yeah, the Utah State. UConn. Go Aggies. Go Huskies. Here's a new Liberty coach it, or Liberty quarterback is. Yeah. Brewer. Poor Charlie. Hey, best of luck to him. Baylor to Utah. Then he went somewhere else, and now he's at Liberty. Where did he go last year? I can't remember. He didn't play. Oh, he did. Oh, Utes. Here we go.